Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Murder Moses. I'm Day. And I'm Ree. And I'm Ruby. And happy Murder Mosa Monday. Another Monday murder with Murder Moses. <laughs> I was about to say mimosas. Yeah. Hey, if you're hey, starting out I your Monday drink. morning. I can drink now if I want to. <gasps> oh my gosh. But you are <laughs> I bet you still aren't. (laughs) Nah. No, when I had Parker, I didn't drink. It took me a couple weeks before I started drinking, but this one, man. You're probably going to have him. You're going to have him. I'm taking a shooter to the hospital. (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) I'm going to have to do it. Because when when my first pregnancy, I wasn't like. I didn't like desire having alcohol at all. Like just the look of anything, I was like, oh, I don't want that. But like this one, I'm just like, I just want a mimosa. I want a margarita. Anything? Can I smell it? Yeah. Like <laughs> just something. After my second and third, no. But my after my first, it was because I was in the military, and that's all they do is drink. And when you when you find out that you have to go. <laughs> on a deployment for six months and leave your kid you know that causes a little heavy drinking as well so there's that I can imagine (laughs) (laughs) I can only imagine that one (laughs) but um what are y'all drinking today Ruby drinking Topo Chico still I guess yeah so we're still on that kick (laughs) yes I am still drinking it I'm just so offended that you drink those man I'm like well, here's my question to you, Ree. Is what other seltzers have you tried that you somewhat like? None. And now I won't. You're not gonna like any then. <laughs> I can tell okay. you already. You're not I didn't gonna like know any. that was your first seltzer that you oh my okay. None. Yeah, she's not gonna like any of them. Actually, Damn you know it. what? You might like the um, and it's kind of weird, but you might like the natural light uh peach you might like that one like that one might be more bearable for you but i don't think you're gonna be like oh my god i need one of these for oh, any no. of them. yeah i'm a person that needs their liquor to taste delicious i'm not one yeah, of those no. people that'll oh sit there and god. fucking drink hennessy like a jackass not gonna do it Ew. Um, no thank mm, you i need some things <laughs> to be going on with my liquor oh uh, what are you drinking today not hennessy well, obviously absolutely <laughs> not so don't you know what don't even try to sponsor us hey in the black community we go ahead i will take a shot of hennessy for that and i don't drink nothing brown hennessy loves the blacks i'm Um, gonna i will have to do the shot behind the back kind of like yeah (laughs) that'll be me (laughs) Mm, hennessy (laughs) i'm over here crying because i remember uh this chick that i used to hang out with men would like try to get her drunk all the time and she would literally could because she could not hold liquor like at all one shot take the bitch home so they would always give her shots and she would literally be throwing them behind her or (laughs) trying to pass them over to me she'll be like switch me you already drank your switch me because i could go a little longer that shit used to be hilarious watching them dudes like dang she ain't drunk yet i'm like you fucking you're borderline raping like what are you doing I'm what are you doing up. for real <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's kind of no. like me and ruby 
Ruby will fake a shot in a minute. <laughs> I don't care about anyone's feelings when it comes to that. He's gotten better, but I think you've gotten better with that over the years. I have definitely gotten extremely better. It's like night and day, but I used to, people would be like, are you kidding? I'd be like, in what? Like, I just, just, I, like anything she didn't want to drink, she'll just hand it to me. Because <laughs> she knew I was drinking. She like, know, I'm I, not, I don't believe in wasting alcohol and Ruby will leave a whole margarita on the table we're not doing that I'm sorry <laughs> my thing is that like if I am saying like I mean I've never necessarily said like no to like Daylin when we take shots or drinks or whatever because she just knows if I'm just not in the mood I'm not in the mood but with like certain people they just like are so pushy with it yeah, like I'm it's, truly oh. personally hurting their feelings because I'm saying no to a shot or drink like I'm sorry that that actually hurt your feelings. But like, Why do I feel like I know who you're referencing right now? <laughs> but it's annoying. I'm referencing too a lot of people. <laughs> Even before, one person that just came to mind that before I start drinking again, just say, well, why don't you drink? Well, why don't you drink? And sometimes I would want to say because I was drunk driving and I killed someone. Okay, because <laughs> that would be like the only way to get a motherfucker to shut up. Stop oh asking me that. Like, why? Yeah. Do, like, because because uh-huh. it could be something like that. Or maybe my mom was an alcoholic. Like, don't ask me why I don't drink. Just say, okay, would you like some water? And press on. Like, why do you need to ask me why? It's the same thing with, (laughs) it's just silly shit. Why, why, why? So what you've learned about us today is we'll drink. I'd be curious with some people though, because people always ask me why I don't smoke. And I'm just like, I just, it's just not my thing. Like, I like my lungs. It's just, it's not my thing, but I'll drink with you. It's fine. I mean, if anyone has, if y'all have learned anything about us today, we go and drink, but on our own terms. Right. Okay. On our, exactly. You know, yeah. I remember the first time uh, Reed took a shot with me at, uh, what was that, TGI Fridays? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And she was like, eh, that's enough. <laughs> I mean, because for me, I don't even like driving off one. Like, I don't even yeah. like to play it. When I got to drive, like, I don't even like, if I take an Uber, then I'll get busy. But I have been scared to death to even have one shot and drive because yeah. I just don't have the time to go to jail. Like, we I don't know if keys. my jokes, I don't know if my jokes are pop. <laughs> In prison, so they probably won't. It's a different audience. I don't know if they're gonna hit. I don't know if they're gonna hit. Because so. you're just such a smart ass. You're so sarcastic. <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna hit the say. So, oh, Lord. I can't oh, be going to jail for involuntary manslaughter <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> um, y'all have anything interesting that happened this week or anything? No. Anything at all? I'm just and I had like 40 40 birthdays in June I'm so damn birthdayed out I don't know what to do <laughs> yeah June does have my, a lot of my birthdays in June <laughs> man it was it was it was my son then you then I have a set of twin brothers that was day before yesterday and then one of my twin brother's sons was yesterday and then my niece is today like it's just too much I was like you know what I'm tired of cash yeah. app and motherfuckers it's something about June. Like it's a lot of people. Like my family has a lot of June birthdays too. It's a lot of um, I want to say November yep. and June Me too. babies. I got a November. November I got a bunch June. of Novembers in June. 
Yeah. Child, my cash app is like, you sure? I'm like, oh, I guess. <laughs> Again? <It's> like, <laughs> Valentine's Day and Labor Day, everybody's <laughs> doing something. <laughs> it's getting pregnant. I don't know. <laughs> yep. These yeah. November and June babies. Um, yeah, I don't think I had anything interesting happen this week. You know, probably had a baby shit on me. That's, you know, but hey, at <laughs> least I don't fun. have to work. I don't have to work for a few weeks. So that's good. There you go. Praise the Lord. Did y'all see those um those carrots that were cooked to look like hot dogs and put into a bun? I did see that on, no. on Facebook. <laughs> so so it's so funny because my sister, like maybe like last year sometime, she had posted it on Snap. Like it was, I was like, oh, so you eat meat again? She was like, no, it's a hot dog. I was like, you're shitting me. <laughs> You've taken a carrot and put it between a fucking <laughs> bun. And they make veggie hot dogs though, but it's just got to stop. Yeah. It's Dylan just knows got to stop. out of anyone that like that is so disrespectful to me that you would put it's a fucking stop. carrot and some buns and act like it's a fucking hot dog. Like I will go to Low war key, defending like hot, hot dogs. Dog, it looked like a hot Y'all dog. Y'all need to tag me in it. I haven't seen it because my Facebook knows not to disrespect me like this. <laughs> I, just, I see that on my timeline. <laughs> So my Facebook knows not that disrespects me like that. I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess we can uh, go ahead and get started. Um, I'll go first. So I know at any waking moment, my husband will be walking through the door and trying to scare Ruby. So yeah, every time <laughs> every, his head will every come on the screen and scares the shit out of me. <laughs> I told him not to come in here today, so. He's not going to listen. We'll see. Already okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have Albert Fish. Has anybody talked about him? Because now that I say his name out loud, it kind of sounds familiar. But we're just going to go with this and kind of go. And I'll we'll figure it out later. <laughs> uh, he was born uh, May 19th, 1870, known as the Gray Man or the Brooklyn Vampire and also known as the Boogeyman. Um, he was born in Washington, D.C. His dad was 43 years older than his mom. So he was 75 at the time that he was even born. Um, and he was the youngest of three siblings. Um, his family had a history of mental illness. Uh, when his dad died in, in 1875, his mom put him in an orphanage because um, she couldn't take care of the kids. So he was abused. And in 1880, she ended up coming back to get him. Um, and in 1882, at age 12, he started to have a relationship with a boy who got, got him into drinking urine and eating feces. So that's weird. Okay. At 12 years old. <laughs> um, Man, I was eight- hungry and now I'm not. <laughs> uh, 1890, he became a prostitute and started raping boys. Um, By 1898, uh, his mom had arranged a marriage for him and they had six kids. So in 1910, he met a 19-year-old and began torturing him. Uh, He cut off half of his penis during the torture. He cut off half of his penis during the torture. And he, like in later years, he said that he was going to kill him, but instead he poured peroxide over his half penis 
and left him a $10 bill as like a thanks and left and like never thought about the guy again. Um, His wife eventually left him and he was forced to raise six kids alone. Um, He begins to self-harm. Like he would even make his kids like beat him with um, like paddles that had like nails in them, which is kind of weird. And in 1919, he stabbed a a disabled boy. Um, He chose, and with that being said, he chose victims who were either mentally ill or black. So there was like no in between on that. Um, But he would murder children with meat cleavers, butcher knives, and a handsaw. Uh, He committed other crimes and was arrested a couple of times and sent to a psych hospital. Um, but ultimately it was the murder of Grace Bud that got him caught. Um, in 1928, he responded to a man needing a job and he intended to kill him, but he ended up meeting his sister and decided to kill her instead. So his plan, this strange man comes to your house trying to, uh, get your brother to get a job or whatever, but he somehow convinced her parents to let him take her to a birthday party. Like you just met this man and you can let him take your daughter to a birthday party. And there wasn't an actual birthday party. He just said that. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) but he ended up writing an anonymous letter to her mom after she went missing and detailed him kidnapping her and deciding to eat her. He choked her to death and cut her into small pieces It took him nine days to eat her entire body after roasting her. Um, But it's never been proven that like he actually ate her, but based on his letter, he ate her in nine days. Um, He was arrested and he didn't deny the murder. Um, Other crimes and murders were discovered during his trial. The trial lasted about 10 days. He claimed insanity, um, but he was still sentenced to death. Um, he was executed um, January 16th, 1936 by electric chair. And his last words were, I don't even know why I'm here. Um, like, motherfucker, you know why the fuck you were here. Right. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. I don't know why that's like, Benny. I don't even know uh, why I'm here. Like, what the fuck? So in total, um, his three known victims were age four, eight, and 10. Um, and then he has five suspected victims that were five, six, 12, 16, and 17 years old. So he only killed, tortured, and killed kids. That's wild. And he had six kids, oh, which is like God. crazy to me. It always would... worries me when people who have children kill, treat children, or abuse them. Or when men who that. have daughters rape women. Like, what, yeah. what is your mm-hmm. beef? Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me, but yeah, that's Albert Fish. He's fucked up. Hell yeah. That made me a little queasy. <laughs> Look at your face. Okay. <laughs> Who wants to go next? I shall. All right. So do 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 do. Um on January 8th, 1993, in a tiny town in Illinois, seven people were shot and killed at the Browns Chicken and Pasta. Um, two of those people were 
high school students because obviously that's like a job that kids would take um the two robbers stole 18 to 1900 dollars um when when it's closing time you know parents are obviously like looking for their kids to come home and one of the victim's parents called um called the police and was like you know my son hasn't come home yet um that's a problem for me um another one of the workers and one of the adults his wife was like hey my husband hasn't come home but his car is still in the parking lot and the restaurant is closed but he hasn't come home so five and a half hours later the police pull up to the restaurant um when they get to the back door all seven bodies are just laid out some face down some face up but they were in like um a cooler or like a walk-in refrigerator um nobody knew what happened they didn't have any suspects it took nine years later before a young lady named Ann Lockett she came forward and told the police hey uh, my ex-boyfriend James Degorski and his friend Juan Luna yeah they killed those seven people back in 1993 um my boyfriend my when when we were together he told me and um so the police went and got him come to find out I guess Juan had used to work there like sometime before the robbery and murder so he probably knew how much money would be in the register or that was in the building period because I know $1,800 wasn't in the register but um the police were able to match the DNA to a piece of chicken that Juan had eaten and threw in the trash can so sir who just takes a bite of chicken before they commit a robbery and throw and then don't finish the chicken you just take a bite rude um but that piece of chicken turned out to be pretty helpful because they kept it frozen they kept a lot of the stuff frozen so that later on they could see if they could get dna off of it and that piece of chicken did just that um they used that to connect him to the murders um they had him picked up and on may 16 2002 juan confessed to committing the crime and at when he confessed his lawyer wasn't there when his lawyer gets there obviously the lawyer's like oh no he was coerced you guys threatened him said you would send him back to mexico or wherever he came from um didn't work because I don't know why these trials be taking so fucking long, but May 10th, 2007, they found um, Juan guilty on all seven counts. He was sentenced to life without parole. And then on September 29th, 2009, James Degorski was found guilty as well. And they he has his ex, two of his ex-girlfriends to thank because for some strange reason his goofy ass told both of them that he did it and uh he ended up getting sentenced to life as well without parole 
Um, they both missed out on the death penalty because it has to be a unanimous vote from the uh, jurors. Um, James tried to appeal in 2014. Well, no, he tried to appeal like recently saying that the ex-girlfriend was on drugs and she's just a crazy lady. No, because you told two people. It's okay. Please stay. Enjoy your enjoy your stay. Um, oddly enough, though, he was awarded $451,000 in punitive damages because when they first brought him in, one of the sheriffs beat the shit out of him, like broke his face all the fuck up, beat him down. And I'm not really sure what he could do with the 451000 Maybe if I'm the victim's family, like I'd sue or whatever, but... I mean, what can you do with it besides eat ramen noodles and buy cigarettes? Like, what do you, you like, got, you know, people that shit. all the commissary. Right. Everything. <laughs> Low-key commissary is kind of expensive, though. I mean, 451000 is going to last him his sentence. It's gonna but last, I wonder yeah, if but... the victim's, <laughs> you know, family sued. I wonder if they're allowed to take that because it's a settlement. So, hmm. I don't know. But I would definitely be trying to figure it out. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, soup for you. This it's my turn. Okay, everyone. I am a little bit tipsy. We'll see if I can make it through the story. Here we go. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Yeah, tipsy. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. So my story is a fucked up story about some creepy ass boy who got obsessed with his fucking teacher. There's the synopsis. So this guy's name, honestly, I'm just going to say his first name because I can't really say his last name and this. It's a lot. So Ming is his first name. Ming was born in Taiwan, but his family immigrated to Minnesota when he was a young boy. Um, he attended Alexander Ramsey high school in Roseville, Minnesota. And while attending that school, he developed a crush on his algebra teacher, Mary Stoffer. So this crush developed into this obsession and the obsession followed him into adulthood. So on May 16th, 1980, Ming managed to track Mary down. So she had been in a beauty salon with her eight-year-old daughter, Elizabeth, because Mary's family was scheduled to leave for the Philippines on a four-year Baptist missionary trip. So her and her daughter were treating themselves, you know, getting their hair done, nails done, everything did before they were going to the Philippines for four years. So upon leaving the beauty salon, Ming approached Mary and her daughter armed with a gun. 15 years like had passed since he had first like had last like seen her so literally this obsession like he just like carried it with him for 15 years i just ming I do the fucking better do i don't even think better. about people for longer than 15 minutes so that <laughs> i applaud him for having that type of determination i mean yeah <laughs> it's yeah so since 15 years have passed at first mary didn't even recognize him like she was like she, she just thought this man wanted to like steal her car or something. So she tried to like hand over her keys to him. She's like, oh, I don't know. So <laughs> he ended up, so he forced Mary and her daughter into the car and ordered Mary to drive north. 
So she drove to like a remote wooded area where Ming tied her up along with her daughter and stuffed them into the trunk of his car or her car. So Ming drove a short distance to an undeveloped area near some other place to check on them in the trunk, just to check if they were still good. As he was doing this, two little boys approached the car. So one of the boys was standing in front of the car while the second boy, he was a six-year-old named Jason Wilkman. He -hmm. came to the trunk to see what was going on. And so Ming grabbed Jason and shoved him in the truck and the trunk alongside with Mary and Elizabeth. So Ming drove to this wildlife place. He grabbed Jason out of the trunk beat him to death with a metal rod and, and then with put him in some wooded area. So from there, Ming drove Mary and Elizabeth to his apartment. They were shackled and chained together in a back bedroom closet, which measured only four feet by 21 inches. So by this point, their family is like freaking out. Cause they're like, they're just supposed to get their hair done. And now they're just like not home. Like, so her husband had called the beauty salon and was like, what's up? And they were like, well, like she left and she was fine. Like all was fine, but they never returned home. So he's like, obviously not. So then he started calling like a local hospital. Cause, Cause he's like, maybe they got in a wreck and I don't know, but obviously no. Then, then he reported them missing. By the following day, the police had already linked the disappearance of Jason, the six-year-old to the disappearance of Mary and Elizabeth. So by this point, his body had not been discovered yet. And at the scene of where Jason was abducted, Mary's license plate was discovered because it had been like torn off by some bushes or whatever. So while the police were attempting to find Jason, Mary and Elizabeth, Ming had revealed his identity to Mary. So she still doesn't even know who he is at this point. Like she just thought he was just some scary ass man. And so finally he's like, hey, remember me? from algebra 15 fucking years ago lord so over the course of the next two months ming repeatedly raped mary telling her that he wanted her to feel dirty debased and degraded Mm -hmm. as time went on ming relaxed with his like rules around the apartment and so while mary and elizabeth were still like ordered to remain bound together they were allowed to eat upstairs in the kitchen were allowed to shower and elizabeth the daughter later had said he was a weirdly affectionate in a in a sick parental way and i'm like girl okay no 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 (laughs) there's nothing no there's no affection don't get it twisted please don't so at that time ming was running some electric store so he obviously eventually had to go back to work So on July 7th, Ming left for work and Mary and Elizabeth managed to free themselves and call the police. So when the officers arrived, Mary, first thing she asked was if Jason was with them because she, she didn't know that he had killed him because all like she knows that the last time she saw him is when he took him out of the trunk. And so she was like asking if Jason was with them. So, um, it was just, you know, really sad. So Ming was obviously swiftly arrested and ordered to stand trial while awaiting trial. He tried several times to have Mary and Elizabeth killed so that they could not testify against him during trial. 
during the trial, Ming had um, somehow been able to smuggle a pocket knife into the courtroom. And as Mary was on the witness stand testifying against him, he slashed her face. And so she has, yeah. How do you get that? What the, who was in the courtroom? Just him and her? No judge, no fucking security. Yeah. So the cut was so bad on her face that she needed 62 stitches. Like there's like pictures of her, like the scar literally is like right here. And it's just like this deep. So he like really slashed her face, but really I'm like, there was nobody in between. There's like a good 10 feet, like a good 10 feet, maybe even more depending on the courtroom. But yeah, so the rest of the time on trial, he was bound to his chair. So whatever. So Ming was found guilty and sentenced to 40 years for the murder and another 30 years for the kidnapping. He had reached a plea agreement wherein he directed investigators to Jason's body in return for first degree murder being taken off the table. This meant that he could, this meant that he could be up for parole in, in as little as 30 years. So in 2010, Ming was back in court for a commitment hearing and he was up for a parole consideration in the summer. So prosecutors were seeking to keep him locked up um, under the state's civil commitment law meant for dangerous sex offenders because he obviously had a mental fucking sex problem. Um, So that means that if he were released, he would be committed to the state's sex offender program. So when he entered court, he was using a walker and was like, sh- like shackles on his feet. I'm just like, oh, what was me? So Elizabeth, the daughter, she's like kind of grown at this point. So she's publicly spoke during the hearing about how the incident still haunts her. And even though she's like a married woman with kids now, she said that Ming had threatened like when you know, she was younger during like that entrapment that he had threatened to hunt her and, and her own children down if he was ever caught in prison and then released. And so her statements were basically saying like, I'm a mother today and everything he told us during the kidnapping, like he did. So I like, I don't want to let my children go to a park, to a mall, like anything like that, if he's released, because like, if he track my mom down after 15 years like that, then like, what the fuck? So Ming testified that he had been rehabilitated after serving oh, decades in high security prison. And he apologized for his crimes and recounted them in details and shit. And he's like, the remorse and sorrow remains heavy on me. Boy, fuck you. So that was that. So he also said that he would be willing to undergo sexual offender treatment and would have done so before, but it wasn't available in the prison he was at. So Ming's lawyer said that Ming was now old and infirm and suffered from arthritis and kidney failure failure and was unlikely to reoffend. And I'm like, let it fail. Yeah. So he announced that he was rehabilitated, whatever, but two psychology like experts, however, said that it was like, no, no, no. He needs to be sent to Minnesota sex offender treatment program. Like he just needs to go like stay over there. So ultimately the judge ruled, um, that he was a sexually dangerous person with a sexual, a sexual psychopathic personality. Um, so the judge decided, um, that if Ming was ever paroled, he would be um, committed to the state's sex offender program. Um, so that was a relief to Mary and Elizabeth, all of them. Um, but yeah, that was, that's that. He should have got 62 years for the slice in her face. For the stitches, he should have got like there should have never been parole on the table after he jumped up in court and sliced somebody's face 
that pretty much gives you a good idea of what you're working with. Yeah. Like he didn't even give enough of a fuck about the court. Yeah, he didn't no. even try to play it off like I'm not a nut. Like he didn't even I can't deal with it. Well, it's just ridiculous. Wow. Ray, do we have any uh bonus material? I like that I started referring to it as bonus material because I never know what you're gonna say. A little outtake, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna go to Saudi Arabia. You know, oh, it's a random place to pick. <laughs> I know it's not. I mean, it is and it ain't because I was just thinking about. Um, so one of my friends is in Kuwait right now, and then I was thinking about the ridiculous shit that they told us when we would get over there. Like, don't do this and don't do that, and they can hit you across your head with a stick if you do. Like, don't do this and then. So anyway, here go some of them. <laughs> um. Women are not allowed to drive. However, in 2018, they went ahead and lifted that and let the ladies get behind the wheel. Um, Male doctors cannot examine women and women doctors cannot examine men. I could be down with that. It's not a big deal. Um, It is illegal to kiss a stranger, which I would hope um, that nobody would just be walking around doing that goofy shit. Mm -mm. Um, Nope. So a woman cannot appear in public unless accompanied by some man or at least a male relative. Um, and this is a fact. Now, I know this to be true. <laughs> you cannot possess, possess any type of alcoholic beverage. This is big facts. You will go to jail. Big facts. You will be uh what's that show called? I wouldn't survive. Uh, what's that show called? Uh Prison Abroad or whatever that shit is where your ass be in jail. <laughs> That's what they're gonna be on. Um, oh the uh locked up abroad. Yep. Yeah. Uh fun fact, I had to have Grey Goose mailed to me um because it was truly a dry country. Fun fact. Um, mailed to me in a Sprite bottle. Fun fact. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, being poor is against the law. I'm with it. Okay. Um, any man not earning a reasonable income can be in prison. I'm all jail. for it. All <laughs> for it. We not here for the brokies. I'm all for it. They need um, to arrest me though. <laughs> Like here, let me just hand you here. Just <laughs> I'll handcuff myself. <laughs> um, no public displays of affection. Also, a fact that I'm quite aware of. Um, you just can't do it. No holding hands, no, no little huggy hug, ain't none of that shit. Just not, you're not doing it. Sorry. Um, you cannot import pork. Obviously, that is a Muslim country. Um Muslims do not eat pork. So don't even bring that shit over here. Period. Um, that is the Saudi. I remember going there and they were like, you know, you guys don't have to wear the abaya. Well, this particular place. They were like, you, you guys don't have to wear the abaya or whatever. And so I was at a pool. And this lady had on the whole thing. She had on the abaya and she had like the whole cover, the whole, it was all black. And it was like 118 degrees. 
and she swam in that. She swam in the whole thing. And I was blown away. I was like, y'all can't be me. I was like, holy moly, donut shop. (laughs) This is wild. Like she had the whole shit. It covered her eyes and everything. And she dived in the pool with the whole with the whole thing on. And I said, wow. Wow. This is tough for me. (laughs) I cannot do it. Well, that's been another week of Murder Moses. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Uh, Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, Twitter, tell a friend and tell a friend and listen to us, subscribe to us, all that good stuff. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.